Alright, what's going on everybody? Once again, it's AWOL here at Defiant Studios with Defiant Studio Podcast. I'm here with one of my favorite artists, uh, soon to be your favorite artist. I'm here with an artist by the name of Mal. What's going on, bro? Bow, bow, bow. What's good? <laughs> well, I guess that's his intro. Yes, but yeah, sir. Nah. <laughs> what you been up to though, man? Seriously. Uh, I mean, you see me every day in this, in this bitch. <laughs> Besides nah. engineering though, like. Uh, just, just trying to live, man. Just trying, trying to live. Trying to live. Just trying to live. That's what's up, man. Well, I don't want to get into like the the new project yet, just yet. But uh, tell them, like, how how did you get into music, man? Um, really in the church for real. Started off like in church choir and then playing bless instruments. Lord bless. Yeah, and playing instruments in the church. Um, and then from there, uh, started doing band in like middle school through high school. One then, band. One sound, you, you hear me? Yes, yes. Um, then picked up production from my stepdad. He was a sound engineer and producer. So I just, we had a whole bunch of studio equipment in the crib. So I just kind of, you know, started messing with it and developed a love for it. And then that's kind of just where it went for real. Okay. Who was your first introduction into like the music scene though? Like what, 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 what gravitated you to being not just an engineer, not just a producer, but becoming an artist? Um, I don't know. It was just really the natural progression of things, for real. Like, I started off recording people, and I started trying to make beats. My beats were trash. Nobody wanted to get on them, so I started getting on them myself. <laughs> um, and then, you know, just kept going from there, for real. Um, yeah. Oh, all right. All right. And when you say your beats were trash, why you say your beats was trash? Because they were trash. <laughs> but everybody got to start somewhere, though. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I was making, like, like sappy, like soft Drake type beats back then. And everybody was on the. Matter of fact, that was when Lex Luger and KE on the track was Southside, like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was 808s. You know? Yeah. So, um, shout out to my boy Jay Gutter. He was the one that introduced me to using FL. And that's when I started making like trap beats and stuff like that, or attempted to. But um, but shit, yeah, just progression. That's all. You gotta start somewhere. And would you say how how do you how would you say is it hard being an artist, an engineer, and a producer, or it comes natural for you because you that nigga? Um, yeah, it's hard for real to balance everything. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I guess everything in life is a balance, but like to always have to like switch hats, you know what I'm saying? And like everybody knows me or needs something, like needs a different version of me. So some people need the producer mile, some people need the engineer mile, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be the artist mile. So like to try to be what everybody needs from me and be what I need from me is like, it's difficult to balance at times, but you know, we make it work. We make it work. Out of all three, which one you say gives you the, the gratification the most? That's a difficult question because they, they all do at like in different ways at different times. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, I mean, I have more fun being an artist and producer than I do an engineer. Okay. I enjoy engineering though. Um, but to be able to like, I think better way to answer the question is just like when I'm doing all those things for myself, yeah. obviously I enjoy it more. Um, just to be able to like to start a beat and like write a song and engineer a song and basically it be everything that I created from start to finish um, is what I enjoy about the whole process because like everything you're hearing is coming like straight from me usually so um, 
So yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you had some more. Oh. Nah. <laughs> now, how would you say is your progression from starting off and like what, what year did you start going at it as an artist? Probably 2013 for real, my senior year of high school. Okay. Is when I started taking it serious. Like I shot my first music video. And um, yeah, really started trying to be an artist for real. 2013. 2013. So that was like, what, seven years ago? Seven years. So you seven year progression. How, what, what, what has been your ups and downs in your career in the last seven years? Or have you even ever thought about it that way? I mean... I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, it's definitely been a lot of ups and downs for real. Um, like, just give, me, ah. just give me the highlights. The highlights of your last, your L's, your wins. Um, I think stuff really started to come together around 2016. Okay. Um, so when I met Young Land and um, shout out Young Land and Gabe. Uh, Gabriel Williams, G major sound. Yeah, put your government out there, nigga. Come <laughs> see me. Say, nah, but, um, <laughs> but um, it's about but the Godfather gave himself. Grandmaster Gabe, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, so yeah, around 2016 is when uh I came in contact with them. Um, 2017 I signed management with Young Land. Um, and then that's kind of when I started you know, working with more, I guess, notable artists and getting placements and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. What are some of your notable placements you could... Uh, I did... The first major one I got was um, Late by Black Youngster. It was the intro on Black Youngster's album. Okay. Um, uh, recently, I just wrote and produced uh, track 14 on Trey Song's new album, Sleepless Nights. Okay. Um, I did... Uh, what was the name of the song I did? Forgot it. I did Drip Severe on um, Lil Got It's first album. Okay. Just to name a few. So, so That's yeah. what's up, man. So the project. What's the name? Where is it at? Uh, project. The newest one is called Vengeance. Um, it is currently on Audio Mac and SoundCloud. It'll be on streaming platforms in uh in a week or two. What was the what's the the basis of of dropping this right now, the EP was it a reason? Is yeah. it a setup? Yeah. Well, I would I dropped Phases Part One okay. in February, and the natural progression was really supposed to be Phases Part Two. Then the pandemic hit, and it kind of threw off the trajectory of of what I had planned. But I still wanted to put some music out just so people didn't forget forget about me. Mm -hmm. um, and I just had a whole bunch of songs in a cut. Like I probably have about a catalog of 300 songs. Like, um, and I just kind of put those together because they kind of sounded like dark and dark melodic. Um, they just sounded good together to me. So I just wanted to put something out, put it together, um, and just throw it out there for the people, just to you know, just to let them know that I oh, hadn't stopped making music. It's a dope project. I've listened to it multiple times. It's in my phone right now. Yeah. What's your favorite song? What's my favorite song? <laughs> you already know what my favorite song is. Yeah. Tell the people. Vices. Yes. Uh, it's different, but at the same time, it's, to me, it was one of the most passionate songs that you had on there. Yeah. Dark, but still dark in a passionate way for a person like me that's be like, I feel that. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, like, and that's what I like my music to do. I want people to be able to connect with it. Or even if you can't... Um, 
connect with exactly what I'm saying, at least to just be able to feel, feel. where I'm coming from. Yeah, Vices was a good one. I, I actually, overall, I like the whole project, though, to yeah. be honest. But out of the whole project, what's your favorite song off that? Um, I like Vices, and I like uh, I like Forever. Forever. I like Forever. Forever's dope too. Forever. I want Why this forever? money forever. I mean, it's it's just real. Like I want this money forever for real. What like, was your mind at when you started recording that? Uh, I don't even know. We were, matter of fact, Landa came back in town for a couple of days, and we were just in the studio. And he was actually working on music, and he had pulled up that beat, and I was like, "Oh no, nah, go back to that." And uh, he was like, "Was you it want his beat?" Yeah, it was his beat. Okay. And uh, he was like, "You you want to get on that joint?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" So we just loaded it up, and I just did that joint right there. You know, that's organic too. Yeah, just I, I miss creating like that for real. Just a room full of people that you fuck with, and just you know, you're not creating like that anymore. Mmm, it's it's a little more difficult now for real, being that like. You know, I'm so like super grateful things are taking off at the studio, but like a lot of my time is uh, is you know dedicated to dedicated to, to other people. So I really don't have a lot of time to create for myself. Um, but I'm like slowly starting to get back in a place to where like I can balance you know the two and be able to work on more of my own stuff as well. Um, but yeah, we're we're slowly getting back. Are you working? Are you working on something right now? I know you just dropped a project, but are you working on anything else? Um, I'm just I'm just recording or attempting to record. Live record. Um, but like I have enough music to where I really don't need to record for a little bit. I'm just but really trying to, um, you know, roll out a couple of uh, campaigns and you know just get some traction going before I drop what I really want to drop, which you know is what you heard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when that drop, I think a lot of heads gonna, you know, change. Like, on that you one, heard it here first. Yeah. Hey, you already know you heard that. But um, but yeah. Other than that, though, um, really just trying to, you know, hone in, um, tap into the city and see, you know, who who who's talented, who the talented artists and producers are, um, and really just pour back into the scene for real. Um, How do you think the scene is going right now in Richmond, Virginia? Well, if you talking about Richmond or you just talking about in general? Well, yeah, Richmond, but in general too, in for general. real, if anybody is talented, like, yeah. and I hear it and I can do something to assist, um, you know, but just the Richmond scene right now, since that's where I'm from, like, I definitely see it flourishing in a way that I never really thought it would. Um, I don't think a lot of people ever thought it would. Either. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I mean, even though, like, obviously it's still, like, People are always going to beef and yes. have egos and whatnot, but I just feel like people are in more of a place to like work together and be collaborative. And that's really the only way that you can be successful, um, you know, in, in this industry period is just by, you know. I mean, we saw it. Having like, access, we, yeah, yeah, having access to what you got, you having access to what I got. And then, you know what I'm saying, we spread and everyone has that crab in the barrel mentality of wanting to climb up rather than, you know, having the wanting to get the reach, reach out, you know what I'm saying? If you have a fan base and I have a fan base, we do a song together, that's the people you know exposed to me, the people yeah. I know exposed to you, um, rather than me trying to go to a hood rich Pablo Juan or like a big artist <laughs> and pay for a feature that they're not even gonna promote, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or not care about. Or not care about, or not shoot a video for, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, it's just, I think people are starting to see the value in, in networking out instead of trying to advance up. Facts. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm super excited to see where we go uh, within like the next ten years. Um, I think I think it'll be like a 
another version of what we've seen in New York, what mm. we've seen in LA, what we've seen in Atlanta. Definitely. But like, is there any like artists you've worked with or plan on working with that's in the city? Mm. I mean, it's a lot of talented artists in the city for real. Uh, Shout out to um, 923, my boy Khalid, 923. Oh, shout um, out. I don't even want to start naming names for real because I don't want nobody <laughs> to feel like left out. So as you leave out somebody, be like, yeah, that's crazy. He ain't say my name, bro, but you know who you are. If we worked before, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, definitely just want to tap in and do more uh, more songs with people in the city for real before I drop, drop. I'm doing free features until uh, I drop this next project. Yeah, I heard um, that. He doing free features. If 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 your <laughs> shit is fired. <laughs> don't try to throw that if in there. Free features. If, no, nah, if your shit is fired. Don't send me no bullshit. <laughs> or if you send me some bullshit and I don't want to get on it, please don't feel some type of way. They're going to feel some type um, of way. Because I'm about to send you some heat in your email, bro. <laughs> like, I need you to hop on that. Bro. Yeah, but um, I just want to like give back and, you know, Work with, uh, work with as many people as I can, um, and just show love for real. Okay. Is is there any advice you can give to any like artists or producers trying to get placements? Um, because that's like to me right now, a lot of producers or, and artists are like that's the game they're chasing right now, and you don't seem like a person that chased those, but you still keep popping up with them. So, is there any advice you can give? Uh, I mean. One, just invest in yourself. Um, like I, I kind of elaborate on the story. Like my my story. Um, Young Lamb was doing sessions at I don't know if you remember Boombox Studio. Damn, skip it. Yeah. He was doing um, like three hours of studio time and um, and a custom beat lease or whatnot. And I was like, shit, I produce, so I just go and cook up with him and make a song, and just off of that, um, off of that one session, you know. Uh, I got management. Um, I was able to have access to, you know, meeting A&Rs and different artists that I would have never had access to if I didn't invest in myself. Um, so definitely, like, don't be afraid to to invest in yourself because um, no one's going to take you seriously if you don't. Not even the hoes. No, Crazy. they definitely won't. No. Um, I invest in them, though. Shout out to here the first. AWOL College Fund. AWOL is a trick. <laughs> ain't tricking if you got it. <laughs> nah. nah, but um, so that's one. Also, um, just work on your craft. Uh, I feel like if this is just hindsight, twenty twenty. If I had worked on my craft more, or been, if I was the mile that I am today. In the situation that I was in, I would be a lot further along in my career. Um, just, you know, just working harder um, and just perfecting your craft every day so you can be the best uh, producer, best songwriter, best engineer, best whatever. Um, you know, if, you, if you're a stripper, best stripper. If you're a cook, best cook. If you're a scammer, best scammer, whatever. You I'm know all what I'm three. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I don't cook. But, uh, <laughs> what about the other t- Never mind Anyway um, But yeah Just to be the best That you can be at Whatever you decide to do Just work hard at it And um, just put the time in To uh, To make yourself better Every day So that When you're Put in situations That could better you um, Or that could advance Or get you where you want to go um, You're always prepared And you're not behind um, So Those are really like The main two for real Just mm-hmm. invest in yourself And always work on your craft um, what's some values in life that you live by? Um, Cause you sound like somebody that that 
that still, no matter what has come their way, you still live by a code. You know yeah. what I mean? So what are some values that, that's been instilled in you that you could talk about? Um, For real? My values, I go by my favorite scripture is Micah 6, 8. It's, um, basically, the second half says, act justly, live holy, and walk humbly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. if you're... Yeah. If you're a just person, yeah. if you're just, you know what I'm saying, you're uh, rational. Facts. Um, you know, try to live holy. I don't know if, if if you believe in God or whatever you believe, you know what I'm saying, if you just believe in a higher power or whatnot, and, um, and just always try to be humble. Don't ever feel like you're entitled to anything or that you deserve anything because everything is a blessing. So if you just live by those three, um, you know, you'll go far. Okay, okay. And as a person who, I, like I said, you you seem like you've tapped into the industry already. Like, did, is is it is the industry what it's cracked up to be? Cracked up to be? Yeah. Like, I mean, is it all glitz and glamour? Oh hell no! Oh. <laughs> hell no! And it's a lot of cap too, okay. for real. Like, yeah. it's definitely a lot of cap. But like, that's why it just goes back to that though, for real. It's just like you got to know who you are yeah. and and carry yourself by whatever codes that you, you know what I'm saying? Because there's going to be a lot of people that um that don't have moral codes and that don't give a fuck about you. They just care about their their bottom line um, or their success. So um, I just feel like if, if you're the type of person that is 100% with people and you give your best and you, you don't, you know, try to snake people, even though you might get taken advantage of sometimes at the end, you'll yeah. always end up on top rather than somebody that's a snake or that's not um, that's not a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Because karma is a bitch for real. Like what you put out is definitely coming back to you. Right. So for sure. Would you say it's important to stay true to yourself in this industry? Well, it's always not even just in this industry. Like it's always important to stay true to yourself in general. Right? In general, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like because if you're not true to yourself, then what are you? I mean, <laughs> if you're not true to yourself, what are you? <laughs> Period. <laughs> like, if you want to live somebody else's truth, truth yeah. for the rest of your life, then that's that's cool if that's what you decide to do. But um, it's definitely like important to be who you are. Plus, people can spot real and fake. Yeah, I good. can I can tell when somebody is being who they really are or kicking a facade. Yeah. And I respect somebody, even if you know people might think that they're like lame or corny. I respect somebody for being who they are rather than trying to be something that they're not, you know. Do you see a lot of that in the industry right now or just in, in music right now? Or um, Yeah, but I also feel like now it's starting to be more acceptable for people to be who they are. Um, Everybody used to have to be a thug. Yeah, I you know what I mean? No. But like... I don't know if anything. I want to be the person to break the mold and say that you don't. Yeah. You know, because I'm definitely not no thug. I'm not like. Um, oh, you dropped a gun. Oh, I got it. Nah, but um, like you don't have to, you know, fake the funk and be something that you're not. Like, you know, I mean, I I stand I stand on respect and loyalty. Like I have codes, yeah. you know. But as far as like me trying to paint a picture or uh, pay, be a character yeah. for somebody just so I can get their support. Like, I don't, I don't feel like that's even necessary for real. And it's, it's, it'd be too difficult to try to keep up that facade. Yeah. 
I don't want to have to walk outside and have to be a character every time I go out. Like, what you see is what you get. Okay. I'm Mal, Micah, whatever you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you see is who I am. When you see me in the street or when you see me in the studio at Defiant, like, I'm going to be the same person, you know, yeah. here, there, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, When it comes to, like, your music, because, I mean, to me, you, you give a lot of yourself away in your music, too. So like as a fan, like how, how do you want your audience to receive your music or how do you want them to, like I'm not asking you to want them to feel anything, but how do you think they're, they should be able to perceive your music? Um, I think I try to put a certain, um, certain level of vulnerability in my music yeah. just because um, I want... How do I say this? I want, like I said earlier, I want people to be able to relate, but also to know that I'm human. And like, I go through the same feelings and emotions as they do, you know what I'm saying? And I think what makes my music different than a lot of people um, is just the fact that I just talk about how I feel in my music and it's authentic, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to like talk about killing people or, you know, like- I, I mean, you do got that one song, though. No, I'm joking. I never heard you say you could Yeah, I'd never said nothing. But that like dude that. did go missing, but we're gonna leave that. <laughs> go ahead. Nah. But um, but yeah, like I just feel like um me being able to be vulnerable um in my music helps people fuck with it more just because like they see my vulnerability and they're able to relate. Yeah. Um just like in any relationship, if you're trying to be vulnerable, if you open yourself up to be vulnerable with someone, then they feel more comfortable being vulnerable with you. Yeah. So if I open and myself- they take it for granted and you gotta kill that motherfucker. <laughs> That's not how it works. Nah, for it real, nah, I'm just like playing. That. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like, so yeah, I just try to be vulnerable and be open um, and just express how I feel. So everything that you hear in any of my music, like I either felt that way at one point or I felt that way while I was recording it, but, um, you know, like those are real feelings. Like it's no facade, it's no fake. Like, like anything that I say, I stand by. So, definitely, I feel that. How do you feel? Is like speaking of like situation of like artists in the industry, like the the Tory Lane situation. Yeah. Like when I look at that, I look at that as a deeper problem than what a lot of people perceive it is. I look at it as a mental health issue as far as person that has that much and still is willing to cross certain boundaries to throw it away. How do you think, like, what do you think about the mental health aspect in the actual industry with these rappers or singers or even actors? I think having that level of spotlight. Yeah. Um, and having that many eyes on you, having that much pressure is a lot to deal with. Um, and coming from where a lot of these artists come from, like not having nothing and being propelled into that spotlight, a lot of them don't really know how to handle it. Yeah. Um, which is why a lot of people resort to doing crazy ass drugs or acting out and doing crazy shit because they don't really know how to deal with, you know, deal with being in that position or Cocaine deal with the pain. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it's good you, though. You speaking from experience? No, no, no. I'm, I'm joking. No. Nah, but, um, but yeah, I, I definitely think people need to take more time um, take time with themselves, one, um, to really assess their feelings and how they feel, but then also, um, even if you need to seek help or seek counseling um, to, to address, you know, 
whatever you're dealing with mentally uh, because those issues, if not addressed, will eventually, you know, come back to haunt you Absolutely. In, in different ways and ways that you don't even expect for in different areas of your life. So um, definitely take care of your mental health for sure. So just like, have you ever been in situations where you had to result into reaching out to any friends or something to, to help you with any like, problems that you're going, even if it wasn't just mental illness, but things that you need to get off your show. Like a lot of people don't have an outlet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people, for people like you, I think your outlet is your music. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think you still have to be able to tap into somebody that can, you can talk to, vent to, and... Like, do you have a person like that that you can talk Hell to? Hell yeah, it was. That's why I appreciate you, my dog. Oh, no, <laughs> nah, but um, <laughs> nah, but just like that's why I feel like it's just good to have good people around you. Period. Yeah. Um, people that like you can be vulnerable with. Yeah. People that understand when you're going through it and not having the best of a day, and that'll understand and either be there or give you the space that you need. Um. But I think that's very important to have a good support system around you that you can be vulnerable with and express how you feel, um, you know, openly and not have to worry about backlash or worry about anybody judging you. Because that's nine times out of ten is the reason yeah. why people don't want to talk or speak about how they feel because they, they're afraid they're going to be judged or perceived a certain way. Um, and at the end of the day, everybody has those feelings, yeah. you know. Um, no matter how big, small, you rich, know, poor. Exactly. Right. Like everyone in some way, shape, or form has dealt with depression. Fair. Everyone has dealt with anxiety. Some people deal with it more or less. And, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm you, you know, and that's why a lot of people resort to smoking weed. I. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, not to say that that's a good thing to do to resort, well, you know, it, to it resort is. to drugs. And I'm not condoning that. Hey, uh, hey, you must you must not have been watching these elections. They've been legalizing the fuck out of drugs. Everywhere. So What's I up with Virginia? Come on. Oh, we coming, baby. Yeah. Hey, bro, Defiant said it first. <laughs> so we can get our own like dispensary and shit. You yeah, never know yeah. these people, but go ahead. We need our own strain for real, the Defiant strain. Defiant strain. Ooh. Yeah, I said it here. That should have engineered your brain cells, nigga. Yes, yeah, Sersky. <laughs> but, um... Some yeah. A room runs. Uh, but, like, uh, but I mean, not to just jump over, not even just your music, where your day to day regular, like you, you're a chief engineer at a very big, you know, studios, not just throwing that out as a random plug, but you know, <laughs> how does that, like, how does that feel? Like, uh, it's a blessing for okay. real. Um, I wouldn't have been able to, uh, predict that I would be a chief engineer anywhere for real. Like it wasn't even, when I first started working here, I had no dreams, or aspirations of being a chief engineer. Like, but um, it just kind of just happened. I'm grateful for it, I'm thankful for it. Um, and it just really goes to show, like I said, just investing in yourself. Like I said, if I had never um, invested in myself and, and um, got that session, that first session with Lan and, um, and worked with him and Gabe, none of these doors would have opened. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here right now. Like, imagine if I never spent that three hundred. Ah, you'd be a dope ass artist that nobody that heard. Nobody <laughs> knew. I'd be a dope producer that had no placements. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't be as good of an engineer as I am now because I wouldn't have been able to, you know, sit under the tutelage of Gabe and uh, Jay Storm and all the other great engineers that I've come across. Okay. Um, shout out to uh to my boy Sam Haskins, VA Sam at um at EMG Studios as well. But um. 
but yeah, just my life trajectory would have been totally different had I not made that decision to bet on myself. To bet on yourself. And invest in myself. So I'm going to keep driving that home, always just invest in yourself. Like, no matter what it is, like, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were fighting something that went away. But, uh, nah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, he went away. Nah. He had a whole thing right there. I was ready. But, um, what was, what was that? What was, what was that? What was that? Have you thought about what the next level, uh, it, being in chief engineer, uh, being a chief engineer like Will and Steel. You should probably repeat that question. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what that was. That I, said. <laughs> I said, what I said. So it's like, so you being the chief engineer at Defiant, like, uh-huh. and you being able to make certain decisions. Uh-huh. Have you thought about, you know, what the future holds and like what your goals are to make like level up that experience here? Because you have control over that, being the one to make those decisions. Um, so however you want to say it. Oh, uh, what did he say? Uh, I think I'm still kind of, oh, okay. What, what was the question? How do I? So, say, being the chief engineer. Oh, yeah. Being the chief engineer, how do you feel? Being the chief engineer is fine. How do you feel uh, being the one to Oh. So basically, where where do I see Defiant? Yeah. Where do you want to take it? Oh, okay. That kind of thing. All right. Ready? And so being like being the chief engineer, like you you have like say so over the plans and the direction that we go in the studio, you know. So where do you see Defiant in the next five years? Uh, I hate how you worded that question. <laughs> Only because, like, I mean, <sighs> I'm the chief engineer, and I guess I do have some say so. But like, it's not just me. Um, and the the team definitely has a lot of uh, you know, I want to even say say so, but the team has a lot of power as well as as to where we go, and we have a really strong team. Um, there's a lot of talented people here. And I honestly just feel like the natural progression, as I was saying earlier, like if everyone here is already fire and everyone keeps continuing to be fire, um, there's no telling where we could be or where we're going to be. Um, I really just want to see Defiant grow. Um, I want to see eventually maybe a Defiant label or something like that um, to, to pour back and invest into uh, into the artists in the city. Um, uh, yeah, just I would... Me personally, I want to see us do more things to um, give artists and producers in the city and not even just those, but um, people that want to enter into the the music business as like managers or execs um, to be able to offer them opportunities to to grow and learn in that field because there aren't really many people um, or many other places that they can get that type of experience. And where else better to get that experience than from people that are actually moving in the industry, like people like me and Lan and Gabe. Um, so I think going forward, we're gonna try to work on some um, some new avenues to, to, to help people um, that are interested in those type of areas to, uh, to come in and be um, enriched in those areas to gain some type of experience. Um, and just being rich. Okay. Now, 
You got a single out right now with uh, S.O. I think it's featuring Land too, right? Oh, yeah. Riri? I was going to say, me and S.O. got like... Yeah, a lot of... Yeah, I'm <laughs> Specifically Riri. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, how, did that, how did that song come? Just an S.O. session. <laughs> we were just sitting here listening to beats, and I heard one, and then that shit just came to me. And I just went in the booth and recorded. Like, and that's just kind of how, how it came about. That's how all my songs come about, for real. Mm-hmm. I don't really write. I just kind of like either make a beat or hear a beat, and then just go off the vibe. And just whatever is in me just comes out for real. But um, but shit, that's a special song. I fuck with that. That's probably that's the Defiance theme song right now. Too. Facts, right. facts. I appreciate Defiance for putting that video song on too. Is the video dropping? For as it? soon as we shoot one. Oh, okay. <laughs> as soon as we shoot one, hopefully we can um figure something out when Land come back and sound and shoot a video for that. But we definitely need a need yeah, to shoot a like video ASAP. for that. Definitely. Yeah, like, I think that that has the potential to be a crazy uh crazy banger. And when is Vengeance going to be on all platforms? Still, That's a loaded question because okay. I don't even really know. What had happened was Riri got dropped on SO's project. So I'm having some issues re-uploading the single Riri on my project because of you know, the on. double. Yeah. So we're working on it, um, trying to, to get that resolved. But all I can say is soon. So. All I can say is soon. And um, it's another song that Johnny Bravo, me and Land did a video for. So that video is going to drop when the project drops as well. So, okay. so yeah. But Vengeance is out now. Vengeance is out now on free platforms. On, platforms. Uh, on Datpiff, Audio Mac, and SoundCloud. But it'll be on streaming platforms very soon. And the video's dropping really soon, too. The video's dropping soon as well. All right. Yeah. Anything else you got? Um... No. IG. Or- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this is and this is this going on IG or no? Yeah. It yeah. Is. yeah. Well, uh, follow me on IG um, at mow two nine one five. Follow the label page as well. Um, MMC MXV for my management company twenty nine fifteen Entertainment for any artists that's looking for um, promotion and PR campaigns. Um, you know, tap in with me. Uh, also, like I was talking about before, anybody that's interested in learning more about the music industry and um, you know, trying to get more insight on the the back end as far as like how that works and is looking for an opportunity to maybe learn and build. Um, tap in with me as well, because I'm definitely looking for some people to, you know, pass some work, some of this workload too, since I'm already doing so much shit. Um, so, so yeah, uh, be on the lookout. I got a couple of artists coming up under me as well. Shout out to 1300 Lico. He's dropping a project um, coming soon as well. Shout out to... Um, we should get him on the pod too. Definitely, we can set it up. Right. We can set it up. Right, um, and Brose Wavy as well um, is dropping. I don't know. They both got a lot of music. I'm just trying to get them to yeah, damn, just get it out. Yeah, yeah, for real. Niggas live in the studio. I'm like, bro, it's time to. It's time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I knew I shouldn't have start started naming names for real. Now you stuck with it. Yep. Gotcha, bitch. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that supports me and what I do. I really appreciate everybody. Um, anybody that comes to record with me at Defiant, um, or you know, if you support me on Instagram or just whatever, if you're praying for me, I just appreciate you. Um, and continue. Uh, Defiant is gonna be doing a lot of big things, so definitely tap in. Um, and yeah, 2021 is coming very soon, so be expecting a lot of big things coming from Defiant. Yeah, absolutely. Man, well, thank you, Ma. I really appreciate you coming up here. Blessing us. Thank you, AWOL. Ventures is out now for free, but it'll be reloaded up on all platforms soon. The 
Fire Studios. I'm AWOL. We out. Yeah, search game.